Hello and welcome to episode 133 of Connectivity. I am Scott Thompson. Uh, today we have two segments for you. First we have a new game of Jeopardy, this time hosted by uh, Seren McNulty. Uh, she's been on the show a few times and she uh, kick-started Nintendo Force and one of the rewards was hosting a segment on Connectivity. And she wanted to do a Jeopardy game all about WiiWare. Uh, in between rounds one and two of that Jeopardy game, Alex has a reaction segment to the announcement of Pokemon Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. Enjoy. Hi, and welcome to a special uh, Kickstarter-backed episode of Connectivity, or, or segment. Um, this is uh, just a little background. I'm Neil Ronahan, as you probably know, uh, and I also write for the magazine Nintendo Force. So for the year two subscription of Nintendo Force, uh, we did a Kickstarter, and one of the tiers was, uh, you know, get a subscription to the magazine and also guest on connectivity. Uh, the first person uh, that will be doing this is uh, Seren McNulty. Hey. Uh, yeah. Uh, She's a veteran of the show, uh, for those who didn't know. Uh, she's also working on um, I've Got to Run, which is a Wii U eShop game. So it's kind of uh, convenient <laughs> for one of these one of these segments. It's someone who has probably been on connectivity more than, like, Andy in the past couple months. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. Connectivity uh, is pretty much my main marketing at this point. I've been on here to talk about my game three times now. Oh, wow. Now. You're in trouble. <laughs> So what we're doing uh, at Seren's request is doing a round of WiiWare Jeopardy. Uh, we've got three contestants. Um, we've got Guillaume Veyet from Radio Free Nintendo. Bonjour. Uh, we have Andy Gergen. From this podcast one and a half years ago. <laughs> I, I feel like it's like Andy Gergen from Newscast. Yes, that's, that's Andy, Andy Gergen from Newscast and Crosstalk.com. Yes. And uh, Zach Miller from Connectivity. I fully intend to lose. Yeah. Um, so without further ado, I'm going to recede. I'm going to be keeping score throughout this and probably interjecting here or there, but I'm going to let uh, Seren take it over from here. Awesome. Thanks. So before we begin with the first round, um, just heads up to the listeners, there are going to be two rounds, each with five categories, five questions for a total of 50 questions plus one final Jeopardy. And uh, the scoring rules are as follows. A correct answer in the form of a question, a la Jeopardy, receives the corresponding points to that question, whereas if they do not ask in the form of a question, they only get half points if correct. No matter how they phrase it, though, if it's incorrect, they still lose the corresponding points. And they all have a copy of the scoreboard of the... Um, game board, but if they happen to ask a question that's already been asked, no matter what that value, they lose 200 points and get to choose a new one. And our categories for the first round are 2008, 2009, 2010, 2011, and 2012 and beyond. So it's just split up into years of game releases. And because he is to the far left on my Skype screen, Guillaume will get to choose the first question. Oh, boy. Ooh. Well, I'll be boring and take uh, 2008 for 100, please. 2008 for 100. Buzz in when the question is finished. 
This D2C published racing game did not feature cars, but did feature the second lowest Metacritic score of any Wii game. Okay, Guy? Uh, what is Kokoto Racer? That is incorrect. Minus 100 points. Hmm. And you, Zach? Uh, I don't want to lose points. I feel like I know this, but I'm with Andy. Okay, the correct answer is, what is Spog's Racing? I would not have Holy crap. Okay, back to Guy. I, my, my problem... My problem is I only paid attention to the good WiiWare releases. Oh, yeah, you're going to lose really bad. <laughs> I'll take 2008 for 200. Okay, 2008 for 200. This month saw the release of Mega Man 9, Bomberman Blast, Groove and Blocks, Potpourri, and Plachkin Twist and Paint. No one's going to guess. I think I have a guess. 200 yeah, points. Up. Eh, eh, eh. The correct answer is, what is September 2008? Yeah, that's uh, what I thought it was. I think we're going to stumble upon a pattern here. Gee, <laughs> choose the next question. Uh, 300, please. Okay. Even though it was released alongside every other WiiWare launch title, this game has the distinction of being listed on the Wii Shop channel as the very first WiiWare title. Good lord. Oh my god. Uh, what are these questions? <laughs> Zach. Lost wins! What is lost wins? That is incorrect. Minus Damn 300 it. points. I will reread the question. <laughs> Even though it was released alongside every other WiiWare launch title, this game has the distinction of being listed as the very first WiiWare title. That is, if you go to most recent on the WiiWare section of the Wii Shop channel and go to the very first page, this is the one listed at the very bottom. Okay. Andy. I I have to go with the other obvious choice. What is World of Goo? That is incorrect. That was not a WiiWare launch title. No. <sighs> I'm... Uh, what the hell? Gee. Uh, what is Defend Your Castle? That is also incorrect. Minus 300 to everyone. <laughs> the correct answer is, what is, v- what is VIP Casino Blackjack? Because it's alphabetical. Well, oh, of course. Jesus. It's so when did, when did World of Goo come wow. out? Or is that a question we can't answer because it might come up later? I, I would not recommend that answering was... that, guys. Okay. We're on, we're on a, we're on a board based on release I... here. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Four hundred. Uh, sorry, not four hundred points. Gee, next question. <laughs> sure. Uh, four hundred. Four hundred. Okay. <laughs> as if we're gonna get it. Kill me, Guillaume. I'm just confused as to why you're not going for the one hundreds. Yeah. Um, well. Because that one hundred for this category was really hard. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Okay. Four hundred. This is the number of Wii points I would be spending if I were to purchase Mega Man 9 and all of its DLC. Ooh. Zach. What is $15? That is 1,500 Wii points! That is 
the correct format, but incorrect, minus 400. <laughs> I will I will give a hint to the other two. That was too low. It had way more DLC than that. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, I was thinking, yeah, that's correct. Five, four, three, two, one. Eh, eh. What is eighteen hundred wee points? Wow! Mm. I was gonna say twenty. Again, my problem. I didn't get the DLC. I am gonna. I'm gonna write a number down on a piece of paper right now, and what that number is going to be is my guess as to how many questions collectively we will get right over the next. <laughs> is this gonna be two? No, it's higher than two. Okay. <laughs> All right. D. <clears throat> okay, twenty oh nine for one hundred. Oh, look at you. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Two thousand nine for one hundred. I'm gonna. This is very, very carefully worded. So pay attention. The, the price of the first entry to WiiWare's most famous game series, which released in mid March. What is 800 points? That is incorrect. Minus 100. Oh my god. Andy or Zach? Um, Can you read the question one more time? Yes. The price of the first entry to WiiWare's most famous game series, which released in mid-March. The first entry released in mid-March. Zach? What is 18... Uh, I'm sorry. Do you want points or money? We points. Okay. 1,800 points. That is that incorrect. Like a lot. Yeah, that, yeah. Okay. Andy. What is 1,000 points? That is incorrect. Minus 100 to everyone. Was it uh, 1,200 points? No, the first entry was Bit Trip Beat. Mm-hmm. Which was 600. Of course! Ah, yeah, and Runner was 800. For some reason, I was thinking this was the Homestar Runner game. And I Uh, I thought it was um, the My Life as a King, or whatever it's called. Ah, no. Mm -hmm. No, it was a launch title. No, Bit Trip was definitely the WiiWare's most famous series. No arguments. That makes sense. Guillaume! Mm. Uh, 2009 for 200. Okay, and whoop, 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 daily double. <laughs> oh, thank God. <laughs> Wonderful. Okay, so Neil, how many points does Guillaume have? <laughs> um, okay, well, I'm just going to give a quick score scoreboard breakdown. Uh, in last place with negative 800 is Zach. Oh, yeah. In second place with negative 500 is Guillaume. In first with negative 400 is Andy. Suck okay. it, nerds! <laughs> Guillaume, you may bet 500 points enough to get yourself to zero or to negative 1,000. How much do you bet? You have to bet at least one. Um, let's, let's go with 500. Okay. I'm an idiot. Oh. No, maybe not. Okay, so... Your bet is 500 Wii points. And the mm-hmm. question, and this is only to Guillaume, a nostalgia-based Square Enix mobile port that milks consumers of as much money as possible. Don't worry, it came to PSP later in a fashion. Yeah, what is Final Fantasy for the, the after years? Perfect. 500 points to Guillaume. 
Ah, wonderful. Yay. He's at zero. Yes. <laughs> I lead with zero Commanding points. Commanding lead. I, oh, and I, I just want to comment before we get on to the next question that I did not choose the point values for these questions. Someone else did. Hmm. I oh, gave, so... I offered the questions and they ranked them in order of difficulty. Excellent. Um, I'm sure. I'll go 2009 for 300. Okay, 2009 for 300. There are no more daily doubles on this board, so this is open to everyone. This high-voltage software-developed racing game had most of the company's title in the name itself. The company was High Voltage Software. I skipped it. Because I knew most, better. Most of the company's title was in the name of the game. And oh, Andy? Quit being babies. I can only think of one. We were a racing game, and I don't think this is it. Okay. What is High Voltage Hot Rod Show? That was oh, not it. Uh, Would have been wrong. Yeah. <laughs> D. Uh, this is going to be a massive upset when Zach or Andy get one right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 2009 for 400. Okay. 400 points, 2009. A peculiar Nintendo IP. I'm going to repeat that. A peculiar Nintendo IP that is more of a first-person clipper than a first-person shooter. Oh, come on, guys. Clipper? Come on. Like, Guillaume, weren't you playing this fucking game a couple months ago? That is a big clue. Scissors? uh, No hints. Oh, my God. No hints from the (laughs) peanut gallery. Mm-hmm. They need all the help they can get, so <laughs> That is true, but Guillaume is in first place. Guillaume. Uh, I don't have the full title, but what is Echo Shooter? That is incorrect. <sighs> Down to negative 400. Mm. Tied with Andy. And Andy, is that... I don't have it. I'm sorry, I don't have it. Neil? What is, what is Bonsai Barber? Absolutely. First oh person clipper. And that My is... first person games have more movement in them. I don't know. I did not make the connection. Uh. Yeah, it's uh it's interesting. It was developed by Zunami but published and funded by Nintendo. I gotta yeah. say, these questions are incredibly well worded. Thank you. Despite the fact that we're all getting them wrong, I like the questions. Yeah. Thank you. I was very careful with them. <laughs> so, Guillaume, you're still in charge of the board. Are we going to go 2009-500 or 2010-100? Uh, 500-2009. Clear it. Clear it. 500 points for 2009. This one, James Jones got wrong. Don't let the gameplay fool you. That's That's the biggest clue in this. This game was so dark and serious that it surprised players expecting a light-hearted experience in this series entry. Totally on the limb. Uh, what is Let's Catch? Correct. Yes! Wow! Finally! Ah. 500 I points. Ju- 
I just finished Monster Manor, the Street Pass game, which is made by ProPay, so I had it top of mind. It's awesome. Okay. Oh, nice. Yes. For those who don't know, Let's Catch starts out as a game of catch before kids that you're playing with start telling you about abusive parents who are getting divorces and... Oh, wait, wait, like can, Papa can and I just... yo. I, I, I don't want to get into... Well, does anybody care if I just spoil Let's Catch right now? No! It's kind of incredible. Spoiler alert. Um... So Let's Catch starts off where you're having this catch with this kid, and then you find out that, like, his parents are divorced. And then the goal of the game is that, like, you have to complete these catches and talk to these people. And then you get to talk to more people, and, like, there's... Then you talk to the kid's dad, and it's like, he's he's been, like, I think... I think he was cheating on his wife. He was. I don't think they see... Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he was cheating on his wife, Um, and they're really big fans of this baseball team. And there's, like, this high school baseball player, and then there's this big... You, you have a catch of this big professional baseball player who is actually a CIA, a CIA agent who's looking for an alien because throughout all of this, occasionally a UFO would appear, and if you hit the UFO, you'd get bonus points. Um, so those UFOs only appear in this park, and the CIA agent baseball player is looking for these aliens, and then the last level, get this, you have catch with an alien on the fucking moon. <laughs> <laughs> Let's catch is... Pro- Let's Catch is probably my favorite We Wear game. I kind of want it now. It's, it's so dumb. It's so awesome. It is amazing. Is this the game that Carl recommends every time he talks about We Wear? No, that's me. That's, that's you. That's the one that I recommend. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and also, there's there's a really cool multiplayer mode called Hot Potato, where you're basically just like, uh, you're furiously catching with each other and trying to not be on it when a when like the, the the bomb timer goes to zero, and you could stave that off by getting a perfect catch, and uh, I played that a lot with my friends at the time, and it was a very good time. Awesome. If you get a perfect catch, does the kid's parents not get a divorce? No, no. I mean, I <laughs> no. think like they resolve it at the end. I, I mean, it's been this came out in two thousand nine, and I played it. I was I was bonkers for Let's Tap at the time, so I played played Let's Catch the like the day it came out. Yeah. Okay. Guillaume, you are still in control of the board, getting that 500-pointer correct. Yeah. And getting I'm, the 100-pointers uh, incorrect. I'm uh, on a roll, so let's go back to 2008 for 500. Oh, okay. look at that. 2008 for 500. This small game company released two absolutely horrendous WiiWare titles, two of the worst. At the end of the year, one in November and one in December. There's no way I know this. <laughs> this I is the like publisher. Need... Yeah. Uh, uh, uh. What is Big Blue Bubble? <laughs> like, Who released? They, release? they released Home Sweet Home and Hockey All Star Shootout. Yep. I just no. Forget. I don't even remember those games. Those are fascinating games if you ever come across someone who spent the money on them. And I, you want to play That's highly doubtful. <laughs> yeah. Well, I did, but that was for <laughs> ir- irony's sake. Guillaume, your ball. Uh, 2010 for 100. 2010 for 100. If you control the board for all of round one, I'm giving it to someone else at the start of round two. <laughs> sure. <laughs> okay. Well, the lowest scoring player starts round two, you know. Yeah. So, well, that still might be Gio, and he still might be in charge. <laughs> okay. So this one, people might actually get, get really quickly, so get 
Ready. 2010 for 100. This truly beautiful Bando Namkai, eh, Bandai Namco published game, one of the shining examples of WiiWare, is the Choaniki of its day and features a very muscular panda in a Speedo as a playable character. Okay. That was Andy. What is Muscle March? That is correct for 100. Wonderful. Good man. Andy controls the board. Let's march along and get 200. Uh, 200, 2010. 200, 2010. In this shining example of how not to port a mobile game to consoles, developer Kolaris actually forgot to remove the touchscreen buttons that overlay the action uh, for the WiiWare release. Oh, that's <laughs> funny. I, uh... Zach. Doc Clock and the Toasted Sandwich of Time. That is incorrect. Wow, really? Because it had buttons too. What the hell, man? <laughs> this is literally taking up like one half of the screen in iPhone wow. UI. Oh, that's terrible. Anyone? Nope. Andy? Nope. Uh, uh, uh. What is War Men Tactics? Okay. Oh. No recollection of this at all. <laughs> yeah. Good. Its developers ended up acute, trying to bribe the site I worked for at the time and then accused us of stealing the money when we never accepted it. It was fun. <laughs> Good okay. times. Andy, you're in control of the board. Let's move along. 2010 for 300. 2010 for 300. This port, the first in a series of ports was unique in being a hybrid port of both a Game Boy Advance game and a Nintendo DS game. Oh, man. Okay. Andy. What is Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney? That is absolutely correct for 300 points. Nice. Oh, great. Yeah. And Andy's now at zero. Uh, <laughs> it's because we're getting more recent. Yeah. That. The questions, yeah, that's true. The questions do tend to get a bit easier the more recent you get, with the exception of some of the 500s. Let's uh, jump up to 2011 for 100. 2011 for 100. The amount of Wii points that Gaijin Games and Axis Games charged for the conclusion to their BitTrip Hexology, so the sixth game. Zach. Uh, what is 500 Wii points? That is incorrect for 100. Awesome. Okay. Andy. What is 800 points? That is correct. Yeah. Mm. For 100 points and control of the board again. Let's uh, go to 2011 for 200. 2011 for 200. This title... Developed and published by the developer of My Little Baby is actually the second WiiWare Fireplace Simulator still being sold in 2014 for 500 Wii points. Wait, My Little Baby is a Fireplace Simulator? <laughs> same developer. Oh, it's the same developer? Okay. Yes. No. 
this title is the second WiiWare Fireplace Simulator competing okay. in that heated market, pun intended, <laughs> yeah. which is still being sold for 500 Wii points. Okay. Eh, eh, eh. What is Cozy Fire? Mm, just the not... idea of a game called My Little Baby being a fireplace simulator made me laugh. That was a, That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. what is... Yeah, Cozy Fire, not to be confused with Fireplacing, the first one. <laughs> Andy, Fireplacing fire is, is an Olympic sport. <laughs> let's, uh, let's go wow. to 2012 and beyond for 100. 2012 and beyond for 100. Pot- oh gosh, I'm going to see if I can do this without laughing. <sighs> Potentially the funniest WiiWare release of all time. This infamous zombie game has, in my opinion, the best promotional screenshots ever submitted to Nintendo. Hmm. Andy. Nope, sorry. No. Said you buzzed in. I am almost certain I know what this is, but I can't think of the exact title and I don't want to buzz in without it. It's fine. False alarm. What is zombie attack with two eyes for zombie? Oh, never mind. That was wrong. Andy, control the board is yours. Let's follow down the same category for 200. Okay, 2012 and beyond for 200. This level-based auto runner that is also available on 3DS is a sequel to another WiiWare title, one that had only been released months before. Guillaume. What is Too Fast for Gnomes? That is correct for 200 wow, points and control yeah. of the board. Alright, 2010 for 400. Let's do this. 2010 for 400, backing up. A June release from a currently EA-owned studio that was a port of a popular PC game. Too bad it was six years late. Okay. Andy. What is MDK2? That is incorrect. <sighs> eh, eh, eh. What is Bejeweled 2? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Which released uh. w- about one month before Bejeweled 3 released. Alright, 2010 for 500, please. 2010 for 500. This is amazing, and I will commend anyone who buzzes in. <laughs> this forgettable game that nobody played... Published by Triangle Studios, kicked off 2010 in its first week. Also, it would totally be lost on search engines nowadays, thanks to poor circumstances and poor foresight. There's your huge hint. What is Heron? Steam Machine. Mm-hmm. Bad luck putting Steam Machine in the name of your game for search engine optimization. I do recall that game existing, so there's half the I battle. said forgettable game that nobody ever played. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Well, 2011 for 300, please. 2011 for 300. This famous PC shooter was met poorly on WiiWare 
due to concessions related to the infamous 40 megabyte size limit. Okay. That would be Andy. What is MDK2? That is correct for 300 <laughs> yes. points. That I makes was sense. struggling with the name. See, it came out in 2011, not 2010, like you had previously guessed. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. I remember, I think yeah, we published yeah, an yeah. interview with those guys on the site. Yeah. We, we published a lot of stuff about that. Yeah, that was, I mean, yeah, that was It was cool. kind of a big deal. MDK was, was a popular game on the PC when it first came out. I played the Dreamcast version of MDK2. It was very good. Yeah, my biggest issue with that was that the Wii remote sensitivity by default was set, like, stupidly high. Like, a tap would send you, like, in a 360-degree circle. I actually went back and got the PlayStation 2 version of the game, and uh, it was back when dual analog controls hadn't really gelled, you know, like, they they weren't really standard, and uh, it's almost impossible to play. It's like, you know, like, rubbing your belly and tapping your head at the same time. It's just... uh, it's so frustrating because the controls are against everything that we've learned for the past 10 years. Excellent. So, Andy, with that, you are in control of the board again. Uh, 2011 for 400. 2011 for 400. This is personal. This Wisconsin-developed WiiWare sports game features a sport popular in some parts of Wisconsin and is mostly limited in popularity to areas in the Midwest. That would be I, Zach. What is Major League eating? That is incorrect for 400 Awesome! <laughs> Guillaume is next. Um, I'm going to get the title wrong. Uh, what is Roller Jam Girls? I will accept that. The yeah, correct oh, answer you. is what is Jam City Roller Girls? You threw me off by your awesome. question because I don't really think of it as a Midwest thing. Roller Derby tends to be in the Midwest. It's most... I think it's I think it's more of an Ellen Page thing. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you that the, that roller derby is taken fairly serious up here in Wisconsin. In certain I know. Areas. I actually oh, worked awesome. with, uh, with with a derby girl at my last job. Uh, I interviewed the developers of this game and reviewed it, and quite, quite liked it. It's really yeah. good. It, it was a very well, good yeah. Game. And so I, I bought the game. I actually bought the game, and it was probably because of your review. Did you like it? Uh, it was okay. Yeah, it was, it was okay, pretty yeah. good. I think I gave it like a seven, maybe. Okay, that would be Guillaume in charge. 2011 for 500. Okay, and I just want you to know, Zach, that I am calling on you every chance I get. You just, it's just that you're not getting them right, unfortunately. Oh, I know I'm not. (laughs) Okay, this one, it has to be listened to carefully again. Not the studio behind Aha! Spot the Differences. But this publisher released their own game simply titled Spot the Differences. I just don't know this. What what is Sonic? S-A-N-U-K games. Mm -hmm. I think the the the, the Aha! games were actually like, Aha! I found it. Yes, and Aha yeah. Spot the Differences. And then oh, after boy. that, another developer came in with Spot the Differences. Uh, also no, think, with an I exclamation. Think, I think in the Aha game, like one of the one of the things was they played Take On Me uh during the game, right? And uh <laughs> Okay. I'll let you know that Aha has a, a rich library, like a, a rich musicography 
Um, and yes. not just take on me. All right. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Dion. Uh, 2012 and beyond for 300. Okay. This interesting puzzle game by Radiation Burn features a famous scientist as he faces, well, a very disappointing WiiWare title. Famous scientist published and developed by Radiation Burn. Okay. What is Newton versus the Horde? Oh, oh God. I've never heard of that. Never heard of it. It was... Like the, the Orc Horde? Yeah, H-O-R-D-E. It was stick figures, didn't play very well, and released, I think, in late 2012? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, 2012 and beyond, 400. 400. This one was a very kind one, because this one should actually be one of the easiest ones I could have possibly written for 2012 and beyond, so I hope you get it. Awesome. The publisher that picked up the most delayed WiiWare title from another publisher who had dropped it and finally saw it to release in late 2012. This is the publisher who published the most delayed WiiWare game, which had already, which had been dropped and cancelled by another publisher. Guillaume. I have no idea. What is Access Games? That is incorrect for 400. Hmm. Eh, eh, eh. I thought you guys would get that. The game was La Mulana. Yep. Yeah. And oh. the publisher was Enjoy Up Games. Yep. Uh, yeah. Good question. Nicholas was the original publisher, yep. and then they dropped it because by the time the game was nearing completion, it was late 2012 and aimed at WiiWare. And Enjoy Up said there's still market potential. Mm-hmm. Fool them. Okay. I don't need anyone to tell me. Only one question left. 2012 and beyond for 500. This is where I make my comeback. Yes, it is. <laughs> Zach, you're gonna special. Need it. Wait, first, first, Neil, give me a give us a score update. Okay. In first place, with a commanding 300 points, Guillaume. Woo! <laughs> hey, Second I'm rich. place, with zero points, Andy. And hey, and way back in the boonies with negative fifteen hundred points, Zach. Oh <laughs> yeah, Zach has okay. literally not answered a question right. Okay, Zach. No, I have not. Yeah, we're gonna play this one special just as a mercy round. Oh yeah, you get the first answer, and you can't lose points on this. Oh yeah. So just take a wild guess. I will. 500 points. Okay. The penultimate WiiWare game, Retro City Rampage, and the final WiiWare game, Deer Drive Legends. This (laughs) is the number of months separating the two. Primal Rage. (laughs) (laughs) Any actual guesses? Uh, five. That is incorrect for no lost points. 
Opening it up to Andy and Guillaume. No, I'm not losing my lead. Fuck <laughs> <Like> that. <laughs> okay. Andy. What is eight? That is close, but no cigar minus 500. <sighs> so I know, I know, I know if I'm not going to, if I can, if I can venture a discussion, if no one else is going to buzz in. I know Deer Drive came out in November. Yes. So when did so it's Retro- all? I was thinking. I was thinking March. When did it? When did Retro City come out? I think it was Retro February. City came out in February. Oh God! So it was so close. nine. There were nine months of different. That's why I said close but no cigar. I like how and Andy, that you can... know that because that was one of our Nintendo Wear questions. Yep. At a... Yep. And yeah, that concludes the first round of We Wear Jeopardy. A miserable we round. We call that a bloodbath where I'm from. <laughs> yeah. It was miserable, but I'm hoping the second round will be better. So I enjoyed it myself. So here, have a quick break, and then we'll be right back with the second round. Everybody and welcome to a brand new segment of Nintendo World Report Connectivity. This is not going to be a full segment, it will be an abbreviated one featuring yours truly. I am just going to be spending a few minutes talking about the recent announcement of Pokemon Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire coming out on the 3DS uh, this November worldwide. I am very surprised by this announcement. Because I thought the way it was going to happen was, uh, so Pokemon has had uh, a game in 2009, 2010, whoops, edit, uh, 2011 also, 2012, and 2013. I thought 2014 was going to be the year that they take a break and we don't actually get a mainline Pokemon game. And then I thought 2015 was going to be like the Pokemon Z, the Pokemon XZ, Pokemon YZ, the second, or uh, the third version game. And then I thought Pokemon Ruby and Sapphire remakes were going to happen in uh, 2016. But as it turns out, Game Freak and Nintendo are playing hardball. And Pokemon is basically an annual franchise now. So the there's a couple things I want to talk about. The only things that really got revealed as of this moment's recording, which is on Friday, is that we got the 30-second trailer, which didn't have any gameplay footage. And we got the uh, the press release, but the press release didn't have that much. If you want to hear my thoughts specifically in written form, I did just put up a uh, pretty good preview on NintendoWorldReport.com that you can look at. But I'll talk a little bit about that. I'll talk about the stuff I revealed there, and I'll talk about the uh, a few things I did not mention in the preview. So, in this trailer, 30 seconds long, it had a couple taglines. It was like, welcome, a dram- welcome to a dramatic new world, and uh, here are the covers of the games. And it seemed like such a basic uh, teaser trailer that didn't show that much. But the trailers for these games actually revealed quite a bit. Uh, it was only 30 seconds, and it did not have gameplay footage. But there are a few things I noticed. The first is that... Kyogre and Groudon are probably getting Mega Evolutions. 
the uh, there are physical differences between the Groudon Kyogre on the box and the one that we know and love from the 2003's Ruby and Sapphire. Like, the markings on their body, you might think it's just stylized at first, but then you realize that the markings on the front of the cover are different from the original Groudon Kyogre. Basically, I'm not going to get into it that much. I'm not going to describe this to you without actually having the pictures in front of you. But based on the way the markings are drawn on their bodies, which uh, include markings that were never there on the original Pokemon, I would say that there's a good chance these Pokemon are getting Mega Evolutions. The second thing I noticed was that Japan and Europe are getting colored boxes. Uh, Ruby, Omega Ruby is going to have a red box. Alpha Sapphire is going to have a blue box. North America, like with New Super Mario Bros. 2, just going to get a boring old white box. We're not going to get any of the special color boxes. I wonder why that is, but I'm guessing there is a very specific reason. Like, it must be uh, quite a bit more expensive to manufacture that here. I, I don't know. I would be talking out of my ass if I said any more. The third thing was that uh, basically on the cover of the game, it said playable in 2D. Some areas also playable in 3D. And that little warning text box that every 3DS game has on the bottom now. So basically, uh, this is probably going to be like Pokemon X and Y where it's going to be a weird combination of both 2D and 3D visuals, and we're not going to have a fully 3D game, which means it probably runs on the exact same engine. And uh, it, I, I'm really somewhat disappointed by that, because I do not like about Pokemon X and Y that they took the halfway approach. I wish that they either made it all in 3D and made it work, or they stuck to their uh, their... If they thought 2D was the better option, they should have just went all 2D. That's how I'll put it. Because if they're just going uh, halfway between 2D and 3D, it's fucking awkward. And especially if you have one of the original 3DSs, you're going to have that light flickering on and off all the time unless you just keep 3D off. It's kind of annoying, and I don't like that uh, That that's probably coming back to Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. The last thing is that they promised a dramatic new world in both the press release and the trailer. And I think that's pretty interesting because uh, dramatic is such a specific phrasing. It's a whole new world. That's something you think uh, from a Pokemon game. Like, oh, it's a whole new world, many more friends, lots of Pokemon you might not have seen before. Uh, Blah, blah, blah. But... With the phrasing dramatic new world, dramatic is such a weird word that you got to think there's a little bit of our meaning behind it. In the sense that they call it a dramatic new world leads me to think that maybe this is going to be something like a sequel, like a Black and White 2 were, that this is going to be more than remakes, like there might be a Sevi Islands thing. Like there might be more content to the game in the same way there was in Fire Red and Leaf Green. I have no idea. It's I. In fact, what if they just didn't use Hoenn at all? I, wouldn't that be crazy? Just, just a dramatic new world. I, I wonder if that's just dramatic compared to kids in 2013 who haven't seen the original games, or dramatic to everyone who has played all of the Pokemon games. But, uh, during the latest Nintendo financials, they did say that this was going to be a full-on remake. So, maybe calling it a dramatic new world was just PR talk. Maybe, uh, we are just going to get the Hoenn we know and love, but we are going to get some more 
Sevi Islands style content on top of that. I don't know. I'm looking forward to it because I think I think there's a lot you can do with these games. I think Ruby and Sapphire are my favorite Pokemon games because of how weird they are, how uh, unlike the original games they are in their uh, aesthetically and sound-wise. I personally really love that trumpet focus soundtrack. I, I just wonder what they can do to that when they apply 2014... Uh, Pokemon knowledge on top of it. Like, like what happens when you add all these new systems? Does the world of Hoenn hold up in 2014? Do they need to put in a lot more post-game? Because they basically didn't have any in the original Ruby and Sapphire. I don't know. I, I, think, I think we don't know that much yet, and because of that, there's a lot of speculation I can do. Uh, I think they're going to run with the X and Y theme. I, I think we're going to get a lot of X and Y type stuff in this game. We are going to get a lot of Mega Evolutions. I think Latios and Latios are probably going to get their Mega Evolutions now. Uh, I think there might be Mega Evolutions for the other Hoenn starters, because it'd be kind of weird if only Blaziken got it. Um, that's all I really have to say. I, I kind of wish they waited until E3 to reveal this, because this would have been a good showstopper for the very end. And it is kind of weird to reveal it like a month before, but I guess that has to be the case uh, when countries like Japan are probably going to reveal this regardless of E3. Like, it's not as huge of a deal to them as, as it is in North America, I guess. But I am excited. Uh, so basically for content, which you're going to get from this website, yeah, I got the preview up now. Next week, I'm probably going to have an editorial up about, not about the game specifically, but about Pokemon. And then after E3, uh, after we've had some footage come out, I'm probably going to do the first big preview for this game, where I uh, analyze everything and break it down. If you want to see what that's like, my Black and White 2 and my X and Y previews were a lot like what I'm going to do for this game. And I, I'm looking forward to it. I'm excited. I, uh, I, I think that's enough rambling for today. If you have any... Pokemon things you want to ask us. If you have any Pokemon things you want to tell us, be sure to send us mail at connectivity at nintendoworldreport.com. That's all I have to say for today. So, uh, peace out. Welcome back to round two of the bloodbath that is We Wear Jeopardy. Joining me, still staying ready for round two for some reason, we have Guillaume Veillette. What's the name of that computer again on Jeopardy? Um, anyway, I, um, I'm, I'm oh, the opposite. Oh god. Watson! Yeah, Watson. Watson. I'm thinking Wilson. That's a so yeah. We, sorry. <laughs> a it and I, it and I have nothing in common. Okay, Andy Gergen. That's right. Hello. And, and Zach Miller. A walking tank. Okay, and <laughs> again, Neil Ronahan is here as scorekeeper. Yeah. Um. So I guess uh, before we get to round two, here's here's a score recap. 
Uh, Zach Miller is in last place with negative uh, 1,500 points. You know in, how I do! In second place is Andy Gergen with negative 500 points. And, and with a commanding 800-point lead is Guillaume with 300 points. Yes. So uh, I guess uh, the, the board goes to Zach since he's in last place. Yes, and I'm going to I'm going to explain this board because it's ve- it's fairly complicated. There are five categories in round 2. Publisher smuggler, porting from a loft, let me see your demo, where of the rising sun, and the good, the bad and the obscure. Publisher smuggler, porting from a loft and let me see your demo have the same 100, 200 up to 500 point values, whereas re- where of the Rising Sun and Good, the Bad, and the Obscure are 200, 400, 600, 800, and 1,000, because those are the actual hard questions. <laughs> so, yeah, there are two daily doubles, and at the end of this round, we move on to Final Jeopardy. And board goes to Zach. I am going to go for more broke. And I'm starting us off with the good, the bad, and the obscure for a thousand Reggies. <laughs> oh, you dick. Oh, yes. I'm going to drag all y'all down with me. Ding, 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 ding. Daily double. You can't be serious. <laughs> I totally am. <laughs> and by the way, daily doubles were selected blindly by Don Koopman, who did not know the questions that they corresponded to. So this was not me choosing the hardest questions. This is only for uh this is only for Zach, and you can wager up to fifteen hundred points. Let's do it! Make it a true daily double Alex. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ. You're gonna kill yourself, man. <laughs> this, this is truly what gr- what going for broke really feels like. Yes, okay. This is only open to Zach, but I don't think anyone else will get it either. This Axis Games simulation featured up to 8-player multiplayer and DLC. Axis Passing is losing too. Axis Games? Axis Games simulation featured up to 8-player multiplayer and DLC. And I'll give you one hint. Awesome. The Wii Shot channel describes it as a simulation but I would describe it as arcade. Interesting. Uh, Let's go with uh, Primal Rage. That is the wrong format and the wrong answer. (laughs) The correct answer is what is Derby Dogs? Oh, that was on Final Jeopardy last night! That... Was fifteen hundred? What am I at, Neil? Twenty five hundred down from Andy. (laughs) (laughs) That means Zach is at negative three thousand points. Suck it, y'all! This is where comeback begins. You have control of the board again. Somehow, my my plan comes to fruition. Where of the rising sun? For 1,000 points. I don't think you, that your goal should be to dig yourself deeper than the E.T. cartridges. 
<laughs> oh, they're not going to find my corpse. Okay. This is open to everyone, if you can get this. To clarify, where of the rising sun could have been called Japan only. Mm-hmm. Oh, Pretty yeah, clever. bring it on. These games were never given a North American or European release. This cartoony word game was a WiiWare launch title in Japan. I would have accepted many variations on the actual Japanese, but the official title is What is Kotoba no Puzzle Mojipitan Wii? Of course it was! that, That old chestnut. I can't believe this never came here. (laughs) <laughs> it has a really catchy theme song, and that is what Don remembers about it. Kokuto I remember did. it. I remember it as helping bolster my Japanese, as it was basically Scrabble. Okay, back to Zach. Oh, it's back to me. <laughs> let's. As long uh, as you keep picking the ones that no one are, that was ever gonna get, then yes. Let's give. Uh, let me see your demo a shot for I don't know five hundred Reggies. Okay, self-explanatory category, I hope. It's all about demos. Okay. This is a long question, so only buzz in when when it's done. Because Nintendo is Nintendo, demos originally expired, not by how many uses, but how long after launch you could download them before they pulled them off the Wii Shop channel. Thankfully, in this month, Nintendo re-released every WiiWare demo. I remember this, but I sure as hell couldn't I tell you what month it was. I remember this, too. Month. Oh, crap. I will give half points for year. Ha! Uh, okay. Bam. Zach. What is 2012? Half points to Zach. Nice. Do you want to risk the? Do you want to risk losing those two fifty by guessing the month, or you just want to sit with that? Oh, I'm gonna sit with it. Okay. <laughs> the the correct month was January 2012. I, I was gonna say February. That. I'm glad. I would have bet earlier than that personally. I would have bet 2011. It makes sense because it's the month and year where all eyes were on we were. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, Zach. You're still in control of the board, but this time with a partially correct answer mm-hmm. to justify being in control of the board. I am on a roll. Let's go with porting from a loft for 500. I'm sure this is about game loft games. It's only about game loft games. I had Wonderful. a Jeopardy category not very different not too long ago. The first of the two midnight games, which saw players bowling and playing pool, to release on WiiWare. This is actually multiple choice. Zach. Bowling! Incorrect format, incorrect title, incorrect answer. Awesome! What is Midnight Pool? That is correct for 500 points in control of the board. Save us. This is very... Yeah, (laughs) thank you. (laughs) Save Uh, us, please. I'm going to go with uh, Let Me See Your Demo for 100. Let me see your demo for 100. While demos were one of WiiWare's most requested features for a very long time, we finally got them for the first time in this year. Guillaume. 
Uh, what is 2011? That is incorrect for 100 points. Okay. No, Andy. Let's go 2009. That is correct for 100 points in control of the board. Let's go with... Um, let me see your demo for 200. Okay. The number of demos found on the service which listed demos as individual titles. Oh, that's right. That's so weird. The Wii Shop was wacky. <laughs> the, the Wii Shop makes no sense, but they listed demos as their own software, so that makes it easy for me to find out exactly how many released. But they were never taken off? I mean, they were all put back. Oh. Eh, eh, eh. What is 51? Wow! Hmm. There were 50, there are still 51 WiiWare demos available for download, including all six BitTrip games. That's crazy. Okay, Andy's in control of the board still. Let's go Publisher Smublisher for 100. Publisher Smublisher for 100 points. The first company on the name of, sorry, the first company name on the list of WiiWare publishers, which is organized alphabetically. Okay. Andy. What is it, Axis Games? That is incorrect for 100. Oh, thank God I didn't say that. Numbers come before letters. Mm-hmm. Oh. What is Four Corner Games? <laughs> Four Corner Games never released a Wii <laughs> title and will never, ever release it's a never Wii too late. title. <laughs> we'll never, ever release a Wii <laughs> title. I got nothing. Uh, What is Nintendo? They put themselves first. Oh, that's true. Oh, that's, yeah. After that was 2D Boy. Publisher (sighs) of of World of Goop. Oh. Andy. Uh, same, Same category, 200. Same category, 200. Gosh. This poorly named studio that published Family and Friends Party must not have understood the biggest complaint with Wii Remote Controls when they named their company. Okay. Andy. What is Waggle? That is incorrect, but it's, <laughs> it is close in spirit. <laughs> going once, going twice. Uh-uh. What is Gamic Entertainment. Hmm. Almost gimmick. Almost. Oh, got it. It is almost gimmick. Well, at least it wasn't like Destroyed TV's uh, studios. (laughs) 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 Okay, Andy, still control the board. Uh, Same category, 300. Same category for 300. This publisher released the largest amount of titles, with demos included, on the service, second only to Nintendo themselves. Since none of you guys ever get these questions about publishers right, I'm really shocked that you're staying on Publisher's Publisher. (laughs) Gotta do it sometime. Zach. What is Game Loft? 
That is incorrect. They're up there, but they're not there for 300. Hmm. That was a good guess. I like to think so. It was not Primal Rage. That is my default. Andy, Gio? No. No, sorry. I won't be surprised when I hear it, but I don't know what it is. Here. Here. Point opportunities over, what do you think it is? What are you thinking? Uh, what is Access Games? That is correct, but you don't get points. Uh, I was going to say no. No only released one WiiWare game. They released Pop. They released a lot of DSiWare. Yeah, I think, and, and I realized I was thinking of DSiWare games, which is why I didn't even think about ringing in. Yeah. They, released, they released all of the My, like the My Notebook Beige and My Notebook yeah. Mauve. And... They released six My Notebooks, one My Diary, one uh, My uh, Calendar, one... Uh, one pop game and two uh, Spirit Hunters games on DSiWare. But no, Axis Games released the m- most WiiWare titles outside of Nintendo. Wow. Fun fact. Andy. Yeah, Andy, you're control the board. Let's jump over to Porting from a Loft for 100. Porting from a Loft for 100. This sequel to a WiiWare launch title added more content to new character models but didn't make any animations seem less unsettling. Sequel to a WiiWare launch title by Gameloft. <laughs> what is TV Show King 2? Uh, I forgot I about TV Show that. King. I couldn't think yeah, of what the launch neither. title was. They launched with TV Show King, and I think they also launched with another... We might be hearing about that. Okay. Let's go Andy. Over to, let's go over to Good, Bad, and Obscure for 200. Good, Bad, and Obscure for 200. Remember, there's still one Daily Double somewhere out there. The Apocalypse is here. Well, maybe not the Apocalypse, but this similarly named WiiWare title seems to think that we'll be taken over by small animals. <laughs> Calling it. What is Robocalypse mm. Beaver Defense? I was going to say, like, <laughs> Apple Critters, or... Yeah, I don't it. know. Could have been anything. <laughs> you, go into, you go into the obscure category. This is the kind of stuff I pull. Let's uh, keep going, though. 400. 400 for good, bad, and obscure. This is one of two versions of a lesser-known Square Enix game which featured papercraft and a pop-up book art style. This was this falls in the good of the good, the bad, and the obscure. Yeah, I never got those games. Okay. Andy. Final Fantasy, My Life as a King? That is incorrect for 400 points. Uh-uh-uh. What is either the Tales of Bearsworth Manor puzzling pages or the Tales of Bearsworth Manor chaotic I knew conflict? there was a bear in there, but yeah, I wouldn't have gotten this. It it was worth playing. One of them. Playing playing both is not worth your time. They're basically the same. Or they're not, but they're very sim- very similar. Let's, Andy, control let's the board is yours. On down 600. Good bad of skier 600. We're back to good old bribing company. The Colaris WiiWare game may be named after a famous sci-fi series, but is 
doomed to live in infamy for its abhorrent quality. Eh, eh, eh. What is Space Track? I reviewed that oh, crap. Yeah. So That's what I bad. love. I love all the all the oh so I bad. That and I got the question wrong. <laughs> Shut up, you. I was thinking like Battlestar or Star Trek or something. Not... It was Star Trek. Yeah, it was, yeah, you're right. Okay, sure. <laughs> okay Andy. Finish it off, eight hundred. Good, the bad, the obscure for 800 points. This Revistronic published adventure, quote, this is how the Wii Shop channel describes it, quote, adventure slash puzzle slash action, unquote, game from 2010, subtitled The Westerner, features a very redundantly named protagonist. Is that? West Westerly. That is incorrect. Uh, and, eh, eh, eh. by the way, that was 800 points, Neil. I know. Just telling Neil. Okay. Um, what is Fenimore Fillimore, right. the Westerner? I never played that, but, uh, yeah, it rings a bell. This is why we're going, so we're going <sighs> the good, the bad, and the obscure. We are. Andy. Oh, um, let me see your demo for 300. Let me see your demo for 300. This Nintendo published title was criticized for being overpriced, yet lauded for being the very first title to launch alongside a demo. Guillaume. What is uh, Pokemon Rumble? That is correct for 300 points nice. to control the board. Yes. Uh, demo for 400, please. Demo for 400. Deer Drive Legends holds the honor of being the final WiiWare game released. However, this title holds the equal honor of having the final and 51st demo released. I thought you'd get this, Guy. You got this game earlier. What is Too Fast for Gnomes? Oh, really? Uh, well, yeah. it could have been... Yeah, it could have it been. It was a anything, demo that though. came way after the game came out, if I do recall. That is, yeah. that is true, about a year and a half, or something mm. stupid like that. I was just thinking back to that Dear Basement episode of Newscast. Uh, totally classic. Totally classic. Okay. <laughs> Gee. Uh, pointing from a loft for 200, please. I love how everyone's avoiding the, Jap the, the Japan one. You're gonna get stuck there eventually. <laughs> pointing from a loft for 200. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Daily double. Oh, no. Um, What's the score, and, Neil? Um, okay, yeah, let's do a score update. Uh, Zach is in last with negative 4350. <laughs> Impressive. <laughs> Wait, uh, how did he get negative 4350? Because because he had a... He, he gained <laughs> I had that. Oh, that's right. So, so that made it all skewed. I thought I... I thought, like, subtracting 50. No, okay, yes, that's true. Um, and then, uh, Andy's in second with negative 1100. And Guillaume, commanding lead, 1000. Guillaume. Oh, that's wonderful. I will let you bet 2000. Wait, what? No. <laughs> up to. I don't to. want to do that. You can bet um, anything up to. I. Let's say 500. 
betting five hundred. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's enough for porting from a loft for two hundred points. This hilarious title, which is still as conceptually funny today as it was when it launched, was WiiWare's first M-rated game. <sighs> Only for Guillaume, and you do have to say the name out loud if you know what it is. There's your uh, hint. Um, nope. I'm sorry. Minus 500 for Guillaume. The answer is, what is sexy poker? <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. Huh. I'm surprised I didn't know that or hear <laughs> that game. Zach lived it. <laughs> Apparently, the poker played poorly. Mm. Who cares? Reporting from a loft <laughs> That's for what? 300, please. Reporting from a loft for 300. This breakout clone was the topic of many jokes on sister podcast Radio Free Nintendo around its early WiiWare launch. How well do you know your show's history, Guillaume? Guillaume. Uh, what is Kokoto uh, Break Breaker? That is incorrect. Minus 300. That was a 3DS game. That game doesn't... Uh, I don't think that exists. No, Kokoto okay. Brick uh-huh. Breaker. Kokoto Alien Brick Breaker is a 3DS game. Oh, damn. Okay. I I didn't know that. 300 points. Andy, Zach? I don't listen to that RFN show. Screw them. (laughs) (laughs) It's a breakout clone WiiWare launch uh, title, or WiiWare launch era title, rather. Eh, eh, eh. What is is Block Breaker Deluxe? Yes, that was... Yeah, Guillaume, I don't remember that at all. Go Neither listen to 103. All right. Uh, do I have to? Have you listened to um, it before? Yeah. Yes. I, uh, that is a truly special episode, if no one mm. has listened to it. Okay. So 400, porting from a loft. Clearing out Game Loft. Unlike most of Game Loft's catalog... This party game wasn't based on a real-life activity. It still wasn't very good, however. And yes, in this clue, strip poker counts as a real-life activity. <laughs> this is this is more... <laughs> yes, this is more... This is not based on a real-life activity at all. And also, it is not what it involves anime girls. What is Ghost Mansion Party? Which was a terrible Mario Party game. Alright, Guy. You you only have two safe spots before you have to go to Japan. Yeah, so 400 publisher, smudlisher. (laughs) Avoid it as long as you can. There are no more Daily Devils remaining, as a reminder. This is the only game published by Disney Interactive. And somehow isn't even based on one of their licenses. What is Jelly Car 2? Oh, yeah. What the hell? It's jelly an... Car? Yeah, Jelly Car, one word, I two. the first one wow. on my iPhone. Yeah, it's an iOS game. It's a popular one. And it's apparently published by Disney Interactive. All right. That's All right, Guillaume. Yep, five hundred. Five hundred. I think you made the wrong pick. Not go. Not 
biting the bullet and going to the Japan one. Oh, well. So, I'm going to have to type this publisher's name out for you guys to truly un appreciate the quality. Publisher, oh, publisher, lowercase i, fun, for, all, capital F, lowercase all, all one word. A name straight out of an iOS game user community released these two games on WiiWare. Basically, what two games did iFun for All publish? And in fact, I'm feeling so generous, it's 500 for each. Oh! Does that mean you can lose a thousand? Yes. <laughs> what are Fish Tank and Paper Wars Cannon Fodder? Wow. Oh boy. Hey, Guillaume. Yes. There's only four questions left on this board, and you're yes. in control. Where of the Rising Sun, 2, 4, 6, and 800? Hmm. Paper War, uh, Wars, Cannon Fodder, I remember seeing at E3, the E3 that I went without the site. Like, I went on my own, and it was terrible. It had the subtitle, The Worst Game Ever. Like, they were trying to be ironic. Ah! It was, uh, but it just didn't work, you know. Anyway, so, uh, 200. 200 for Where of the Rising Sun. This comedy action platformer by Sega was incredibly raunchy. Probably why it remained Japan only. I remember this, but I'll be damned if I remember what it's called. I accept the English translation of the name. What is Pole's Big Adventure? <laughs> yeah, which was a was it? That was a fascinating game. So it was Sega. I thought it was Yuji Naka for some reason. That was a Sega published game, and it had the classic Sega at the beginning, <laughs> and then you'd eat an apple that gave you a boner that took up most of the screen. Nice. That's what happens when I eat. I, I wanted this game to come like to. To come to the U.S. so hard. I know that game was. <laughs> uh -huh. That was truly a special title. My only issue you're was wait, that I beat it in only two hours. You're waiting for such a long time, Guillaume. Guillaume, you're still in control. Uh, the next, uh, yeah, four hundred, please. Hey Zach, you have a chance. Listen up. Okay. <laughs> the Japan-only director's cut of B Plus's Bit Boy. That changed oh, the age of the titular character for increased Japanese sales. He has an age? He's a block. What's the question? <laughs> <laughs> I think that summarizes this whole... Okay. The Japan-only director's cut of B-plus's Bit Boy that changed the age of the titular character for increased Japanese sales. Oh, crap. Um, this is for 400 points. I know, the, the game's title is... Damn it! Zach? BitBoy Generations? That is incorrect. Damn Minus it 400. All. 3, 2, 1. <laughs> what is Bitman? <laughs> okay. That's how... I get it. Yeah. And they also threw in robots. 
that like it was Bitman is better than Bitboy or Bitboy Arcade. It's like the definitive experience, and it was Japan only. And published by Marvelous Interactive. Okay. There are 600 and 800 left, Guy. Okay, 600, please. Okay. I, I'm only looking for the English translation of this game's name. This Nippon Ichi game about an illegal activity is possibly the most Japanese game ever released on WiiWare, even considering games like Tomena Sana and Muscle March. And you want the name of the game, not the illegal activity? I will give 200 points for the illegal activity, if you get it correct. Zach. What is prostitution? That is incorrect for 200. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear. Okay. Uh, uh, uh. What is let's hitchhike? Well, that's... That's much less illegal. <laughs> it is still illegal. If you have never, listeners and people playing, if you have never heard of Let's Hitchhike, go, go look it up. Seriously, it will blow you the hell away and make you want to play it so bad. It I is. Want to. Are there any serial is, murderers? I don't want to spoil what you're gonna ah. see. I don't want to spoil what you're gonna see. It's Do you not even whatever you expect. Get a boner? <laughs> no. Okay. There's one question left because the 1,000 was taken by Zach at the beginning. Mm-hmm. This is game theory is what it is. Okay. Um, this one is nice because in the question I give you the English name. I'm looking for the Japanese name. The closest you could get to it. Question. If your significant other walked in on this insane bubble-based game, whose name translates roughly to infinite popping popping at home, they might just walk away and leave you to your insane business. Reminds me of an NES game. Yeah, me too. Eh, eh, eh. What is Oe de Mugen Puchi Puchi? Or, yeah, or as some people translate it, Puti Puti, but they're wrong. So, <laughs> so I'm going to put that in the chat, and hopefully it'll be in the show notes for people to look up, because that is also, that is certainly insane, and Don has an, Don wrote that question, by the way. Thank Don. Damn it, Don. Um, We're going to go beat him up now. And that, yeah, <laughs> thanks for nothing. That question, that video that he made for that is one of the funniest he's ever done. It's still online. Okay, we are ready for final Jeopardy. Neil, yeah. do right. you want? Here are the scores. Do you want to read this out? Uh, Zach is at yeah. negative four thousand nine hundred and fifty. Can't catch me! Andy? I'm the gingerbread man! <laughs> this is in celebration of with, Mario Golf, so with, it's low score, right? Yeah, with negative 1100. <laughs> and in first, with 200, is Keel. <laughs> oh dear. Okay. I will let everyone bet up to 5,000 points. So what you're gonna do is 
you're going to type your bet into a Skype chat with Neil. Okay. And in the same chat, type out your answer. In a Skype chat private to Neil, answer the following final Jeopardy question. This one Zach might get. Are we supposed to get a category before we bet? There is the final category is we wear. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is the summary of we wear. Okay. Ever, anyone want to change your bet after hearing that? <laughs> nope. Okay. Here we go. This PC porn game was changed only slightly to be released on WiiWare and was only rated E10. Neil will do the final readings of bids, correct or not, and answer. All right. Zach? Hi. He, he bet the farm. And he bet his the answer is... No, read it. Read how much I did. Five fucking thousand Reggies. Fuck yes. all of the things. Uh, and his, his, uh, his question was, that game with the tits, but like... Censored tits. Tits. And that is I told incorrect. you I don't accept descriptions. That That is incorrect. That's the title. So you'd have... So Zach <laughs> is in permanent last place with negative 9,950. Yes. 9,000? Under <laughs> negative 9,000. Um, the lowest Andy, score in Andy, history. Uh, Andy bet 4,999. Excellent. And he said, what is Final Fantasy, My Life as a Pimp? Which might be a really cool game, but it doesn't exist. I would like to see the uh, mature version of that. And Guillaume? Uh, Guillaume bet 2,000. He's and responsible. Guillaume's, Guillaume's question, uh, what is Enjoy Your Massage? Which turns out to be correct. Oh, it's oh, Enjoy wow. Your Massage! Yes. Enjoy Your Massage of was course. a porn game. Of course. Oh, that's great! That's so great! Of course. If there's one thing that I remember from <laughs> RFN history, it's Enjoy Your Massage. I know, I kept thinking, when is this game going to come up? <laughs> it did in Final Jeopardy as the summary and pinnacle yeah. of WiiWare, and you didn't even try. I can't believe it. <sighs> So, final score standings from Neil are uh negative nine thousand nine hundred and fifty. Zach in third place. <laughs> okay. Negative six thousand ninety-nine is Andy. And positive two thousand and two hundred is our champion, Guillaume. 
I, you know, I could brag about getting the best score, but I feel like really no one won here. Yeah, we we all lost. <laughs> I don't, I don't, this was a very. Lost. Hey, let me tell you, Guillaume. Let me tell you, Guillaume. It's lonely at the bottom, man. <laughs> Guillaume, I would argue that by having over eleven thousand points more than Zach, you did win. Hmm. Yeah, I guess. Your prize is just... you know a lot about WiiWare. And that's <laughs> bad news for you. Also, you got really lucky, got first control, and nobody knew anything at the beginning. Yeah, but the, the control wasn't really that much of a help, because every question was just a bastard. <laughs> <laughs> every single question on the board. Yeah. Jesus. It that was... was that hell. is WiiWare. WiiWare, there is nothing... That makes sense about WiiWare. There just isn't. That is true. Like everything, I was gonna have a category about WiiWare, like questions about WiiWare as a platform, where it's like, what was Nintendo's policy that screwed over developers? But then I realized that there were too many. Yeah. And, and the, the the saddest thing is that all of this, all of these viruses have now infected my new console as well. I should have just left it on the Wii and burned it. Yep. Now, I want to know how the game was changed to go from AO to ev- for everybody. Well, they t- they took out the section where you had sex with the girl after you gave the massage, and it went from oh. AO to E10. Well, there you go. That's okay. Wow. Really? It turned it uh, into a Simon Says game. Messed up. But <laughs> they Japan. they looked at WiiWare and thought we have a game that could fit there. <laughs> we there's a market for this. <laughs> it is it is a shame that you cannot gift game WiiWare games on Wii U. Yeah, it is. Beca- but you can still buy this game even after May thirtieth when wa- Nintendo Wi-Fi connection goes offline. You can still buy enjoy your massage to experience. The almost porn what that a world. ten-year-olds can enjoy. I think, I think it's our responsibility as journalists to track down some more review codes of this game and uh, call for a feature. I don't know. I agree. I, I agree. Wait, review codes on WiiWare? You mean a $20 yeah. points card? Yeah, a $20 gift card. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, I think the publisher would link you to the PC version. Oh, I don't want that. I think I just need to. I just need to track down a a video or something because I need to see what this screwed up thing looks like. For enjoy it, your massage, uh, let's hitchhike, and the um, uende puchi puchi. Uh, sorry, uende um, mugen puchi puchi. Um, the bubble popping game. Don has great videos that I will link oh. you guys to so that it can be in the show notes because excellent. These games are fascinating. Something. WiiWare was an amazing place. And with that complete train wreck of a segment that I'm hoping that every listener was laughing hysterically at, I am signing off. Oh, that's why we do these things. Yeah, this is (laughs) what I paid $70 for, and I don't regret it for a second. (laughs) (laughs) You know, to completely humiliate us. For what it's worth, I'm almost positive that our very first Jeopardy segment that we ever tried on this podcast 
went over about the same. I remember a lot, a lot of of. Remember the answers. one time we did Nintendo really? Air and like everyone was out by a thousand because I made the yeah. questions. The problem oh, is yeah. there's enough video game trivia that the person writing the question likes to be clever uh, and write questions that they would have a hard time answering, but. More often than not, that means that the person answering the question is going to have no chance in hell. Huh. Yeah, I I don't know. I did I did focus test these with people who did know we were, and they got almost all of them. I need to I need to go back and listen to that first Jeopardy, Andy, because I I don't remember it at all. It's like the second I episode think of Connectivity. So long ago. Yeah. I want to say that the, the one one of the early ones, if not the very first one, had a lot of wrong answers. I, I remember thinking. That this was this is never gonna go anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I am so glad that it did. I also just found I also just found a link for zombie attacks, so that's going in the um, show notes as well. I don't feel nice. like any of these questions were unfair. I just feel like there's far, 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 far too many obscure games to keep track of. Unless, do you want to know the worst part? Sure. Is there a worse part? <laughs> I I scrapped 30 questions because they were too obscure. <laughs> well, that's the thing, though, is WiiWare is such a deep well of garbage that it's not difficult to write really obscure questions because no, like, there's I, 98% I of all WiiWare titles were played by three people. <laughs> I was really struggling, like, legitimately to come up with gimme questions, but, like, that weren't super obvious like what was the first bit trip game well there was a few things that were that were not touched on like any of the telltale stuff there was at least yeah two telltale full at full um, like five episode series there were or the there was, konami or not the, konami, the, rebirth. the rebirth games the rebirth games yeah. were also not in there um world of goo uh was not that in was there. kind of in there yeah i mean world of goo like kind of in a way was we wear i mean it's weird because it, it was it was you know Nintendo's first like original download service, but I think as as history goes on, the only thing that's going to be memorable is kind of the shit that we covered here because with DSiWare is memorable for one reason or two reasons. Shantae? Uh, no. Two re- the two things that are to me most memorable that we wear are one nose presence and the Milo yeah. Collected series. And two, the Tingle DSiWare games that never released outside of Japan, but see, were ape shit insane. See, th- those aren't notable for me because I never touched any of the no notebook crap, and I don't live in Japan. So DSiWare was notable for me for, for all the games that I played. I, I think we probably spent a good four hours of our lives collectively bashing the My Notebook series on Newscast. Yeah. Uh, that was, and then I got that to hang like out with those guys at Pax East. That was weird. Nothing was better than the giant bomb cast dramatic reading of my notebook Carbon in the press release. Oh, I've never heard of that. You need to go search on YouTube. It is actually also Jeff Green of Pop, of um was he at Popcap at the time? Oh, <laughs> uh, but Jeff Green yeah. was on the podcast all like just there helping with the reading. It was fascinating. Another, another game that was never mentioned in this uh, in any of the questions here was um, oh no, I'm gonna uh, fluidity. That was a pretty major WiiWare release. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, Moto Heroes as well. Yeah, I was gonna. I had one in um the Japan uh one for um Line Attack Heroes. Yeah, which that was... was which was a big thing, and it was a big thing that didn't come out here. But then it was it was playable I... at E3 2009. Zach, you might have even played that game. Yeah, what was it was it called originally. I think it was always Line Attack Heroes. No, no, it was a different name. I think. I don't remember. I must not have played it in its original form. I played it. I played the Japanese version, and then that developer went on to become the yeah, Zelda Grezzo. team. Yeah, Gretzo. They became Zelda team. They made Ocarina of Time 3D and the um, Four Swords Adventure, uh, Four Swords Anniversary Edition, and some others, and the Flower game in um, Street Pass. Yep. So bastards. I would argue that the presence of WiiWare and DSiWare probably hurt Nintendo's public perception more than it helped helped it. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> like, and it's it, it, it's just there's so there's so much garbage being released week to week. Well, that it just yeah. I mean, they they were sa- they were basically like, we don't want to do virtual console anymore. Here's WiiWare. We're not going to do anything with it. We're going to leave it up to third parties. Here, bye. All right. Thank you for listening. This has been a train wreck segment in more ways than one. It's been uh, a thing. It, yeah, this has been We Wear Jeopardy Smackdown. This is Seren McNulty, and thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Alright, and that will do it for episode 133 of Connectivity. As always, you can send your listener mail to connectivity at nintendoworldreport.com. Be sure to rate and review us on iTunes if you haven't, and follow all of us on Twitter. Go to nintendoworldreport.com and look for the Twitter sidebar on the right-hand side of the page and find all of our usernames there. We'll see you next week.